Yes, yeah, you do. You wouldn't say that shit if you ain't want it. Nah. All right. Listen. <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let you go first. I said no. You don't want to. You don't want to pop it off real quick. I'll pop it off. Uh, first thing first. Uh, I didn't think it was a big deal because I was like, shit. She ain't say nothing that all women aren't thinking. Yeah. All women are thinking it. All women naturally crave attention. Okay. Naturally. So I'm like, it's not a big deal to me. That's just like the other day, one of my homeboys was talking about kids and he was talking about, I ain't gonna lie, I disagree with everything he said, but yeah. I, I wasn't mad at his statement because he was saying something that most men think that mm-hmm. they just don't say it out loud. He was like, I can't have kids. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'll have as many fucking kids as I want to. I think that shit is ignorant, but yeah. I I know that that's how a lot of men think. They yeah. don't want to take care of their kids. It's just true. So I can't get mad at somebody yeah. for saying something that everyone's thinking. So... Here's my thing, like, I, you are focusing on a point that I agree with, that, yes, a lot of women, majority of women, I believe, can agree with what she was saying, that they do like the, the people, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> oh, shit, <laughs> they like, they like being admired, you know yeah. what I'm saying, but I don't think that's just singular for women, you know what I'm saying, I think that if you was with a girl who got all this attention all the fucking time. That happened to me before. And you didn't feel like, you didn't feel nothing, like, you're like, damn. Like, just like, it didn't make you think twice or nothing. Like, not even like an insecurity, but honest. just like I'm a. I'm going to be honest. I'm very secure with myself, so yeah. I ain't really tripped too hard. Matter of fact, I'll tell you the situation. Oh, you was just talking about Twitter, too. This is how I got on Twitter. Okay. I used to deal with a girl, a little Puerto Rican girl, too. I'm dealing with her, crazy as a motherfucker, but she was like, oh, you got to get on Twitter. You got to get on Twitter. I'll be talking about you with the woo. I get on Twitter. This motherfucker got like over a hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn, why the fuck you got so many followers? So now this shit making me look at her different. I'm like, man, what's, what the bitch doing to have a hundred thousand followers? Yeah. So I get on Twitter, I make a Twitter, I start following her. I notice that um, every time she tweets something, it sounds like some Drake lyrics. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's she why she got the emotion. Yeah, I'm like, that's yeah. why she got all these followers. So one day she was mad at me. I think like I went to Statesboro and she didn't want me to go or some shit like that. And she started making all these tweets about me and tagging me in it. Mm-hmm. I swear I felt like she was Nicki Minaj and I was goddamn whatever that nigga name with the with the fucked up hairline Nicki you used to fuck with. <laughs> it was so, so many people. It was so many people in my mentions. I was like, who the fuck is all these puss ass little niggas? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Cause yeah. I ain't understand that shit. I yeah. didn't even understand social media back then. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But I didn't, I didn't, like, it didn't make me feel no way because she got, you know, got attention and I wasn't no social media guru or no shit. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. Like, I know if she liked me and she want to fuck with me, she going to fuck with me. Like, okay. I don't, I don't really worry about the outside people. So, I can't, I, now, I'm going to say this real carefully because I don't want nobody seeing this. Nah, just say it straight up. Just <laughs> say it straight up. Fuck what they talking I've about. never, I've never personally been in a situation where I wasn't getting a lot of, like, you know, like male attention. Uh-huh. I've always, um, even like when I used to be the type of bitch that dressed up a lot, I got attention. And then when I turned, like when I was just like, I don't even like none of this shit. Like, why do I do this? Which I was at a younger age doing it for attention. Yeah. When I became myself, I still got that attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Cause I mean, as women, I think sometimes we get caught up in that little, that Instagram model and all that shit how they look and sometimes we think we need to be the same but i've met more men that like it like laid back you know yeah that's what i was so, saying before we start recording so it's like i when she was saying what she was saying i was like i get it 
as a mother of three who's date who's dating one of the biggest basketball players in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Where cuz I don't know if I could do it. Cuz I'd just be like is he really like is he really faithful only to me because you could damn near have any woman you want. I'm and saying though, think about it from the other side from the male point of view like if you see this woman that's well known, has a cooking show and you know she's married to to this guy that's probably your favorite basketball player. Are you doing you the know, respect thing? Nah, you know, uh. <laughs> on paper, for sure, this is this is viewable by anybody. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker got a $300 million contract. Who are you talking about? Uh, Aisha? Nah, Curry. Curry, this okay. This nigga got a uh, Steph. Yeah. He got a $300 million con- uh, contract. How the hell do you compete with that? Are yeah. you going to approach this person? But I didn't, I, I didn't think of it. Oh, no. Okay, I just misunderstood what you said. Backtrack. Yeah. I feel like when she was addressing that situation, it was almost like, I deal with this constantly. Like, there's always women throwing him themselves at him yeah, and always yeah, trying yeah. to be like, like, remember that picture that went viral with the, when, with the, with with the, the girl? girl? She was like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, looking at him real seductively shit and shit. I and thought about that. As a wife, I mean, like, because, you know, I've been somebody's wife before and I remember I would see people look at my husband a type of way and I'd be like, whatever. But at the same time, I was like, it's nothing because he has to deal with that shit too, you know? Yeah. But I don't think she sees where the where people do it to her too i don't think she sees it because mm-hmm. i've seen so many men be like yo like aisha curry's the kind of woman that i would want but yeah that was the thing that was the thing like, before because she is who she is how many women do you know on that kind of platform are who she is That's you know what i'm saying true. it's not to glamorize being a good woman and i'm not trying to do no pick me shit but it's it is what it is that's a woman who's in the limelight who still cares about her family. Everything is about her family, her husband. You know, she's real religious. Like, she's real. She's very, um, I don't want to say homey because that sounds like an insult. But, yeah. like, she's, like, home. She's, like, a home. Conservative. Yeah, conservative, you know. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's just not what's popping right now. Because it was popping when people, when you and Steph first came up. Did you see up. the meme of her uh, walking on the beach with Steph and she had on Yeah, like they were like that she was dressed like a Mormon. <laughs> see, and I'm just like, and that's the thing. She doesn't have a natural sex appeal. Mm-hmm. If she's not, a, if she's not attracting attention, it's, it's because, look, you can still have natural sex appeal and be married. You can still have natural sex appeal and not show your ass. Sex appeal is way beyond showing skin, showing uh, your cleavage, being an Instagram thought, being this, being that. Sex appeal goes so beyond that. And I think that she's lost herself in being Steph Curry's wife and doesn't know how to. I mean, she's been with the same man. They they lost their virginities to each other and shit, right? Yeah, that's the that's. I can see where that little like that. I don't want to down it, but, like, I can see where some of that, I don't really know if he, like, if I'm attractive because I'm all he knows or am I attractive because I am just attractive, you know? I can't relate to that because I, I ain't do what she did. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, look, though, this is my but. thing. It's, like, it's one of them things where do you have to know if you still got it? Because I know a lot of men, that's what men do most of the time when they get caught cheating. That's mm-hmm. their favorite line is, they want man, to know I, just they had still to, got it. I just had to see if I still got it, man. It's not even like I was trying to cheat, man. It's an insecurity that eats people up really bad. Like it's And it's crazy because there's no justification for the shit. It's like, man, just find a way to become secure in yourself. But that's something with you. That's not a yeah. outwardly thing, you know. And, you know, a lot of mothers, I can't speak for me because I had a great, 
bounce back and feeling like myself again. It took me like two weeks to feel like myself again after I had my child. But mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't like that. A lot of people, especially she's had kids basically like back to back. They're only like one or two years apart. Yeah. You know, you start seeing the changes in your body and shit. And it's just like, am I still the woman that he, that he originally, yeah. it's See, like, I get that. It's like, you, uh, you have a child and you know, you gain like, 20 30 pounds and you're like am i still cute i, I know my face 60. is getting a little chubby am i <laughs> yeah. still cute yeah um insecurities are disgusting as fuck to me I, though I, i'm gonna be real and it is and it's honestly i don't feel like a person with a partner who's insecure that you have to deal with that i don't think you have to deal with that shit uh-huh. but at the same time if it's like so i had an ex very insecure look uh-huh. you look through my phone Niggas couldn't talk to me. That shit like lame. it was crazy, and I'm just like, what is it? What What am I not doing that makes you feel like you not like you not it? Because at the time he was it. That was it. I didn't want nobody else, and I could not comprehend why he was so insecure and so nasty with the insecurity. Like he fucking projected that shit onto me terribly. You know, it's it's like multiple reasons that could be. Uh, I was just talking about this shit last night too, because one of my friends, he's like that, mm-hmm. and like. He don't believe. He think all women are the same and all of them are fucked up. And I had a long talk with him one you night. You gotta get that my yeah, out. I, I like, told him I was like, "This is what you need to understand. All the bitches you been with are fucked up, <laughs> except for a couple. A couple were good, and you mistreated them motherfuckers because yeah. you used to some bullshit. You were, you, were re- you were ready for them to fuck up, but yeah. that's a reflection of you. People got to start looking at the people they're with as a reflection of themselves because you chose this person at the mm. end of the day. There's something that you like. See, so that's either- what I love. I love the self words like yeah. self esteem because. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers would be like, oh, well, this person fucked up my Mm self-esteem. And it's like, do you know what self-esteem is? (laughs) It's yourself. Nobody can fuck that up for you. Exactly. So there was something I saw that I, fuck, it it slipped my mind when um, everybody was having their little conversations about the Aisha and Steph shit. I I can't catch it. No, it left me. Damn, it must not have been important. But it'll come back. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like that self-esteem shit, that is not like, oh, it came back. I got it. Got it, y'all. <laughs> so I took that as a reflection of maybe what he's doing in a relationship. I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes people, not even just men, not just women, like as a whole, when we're together with somebody for a really long time, we get complacent, you know, because we're like, I love you. Why I got to keep telling you that shit? Or yeah. like. You mean the world to me. Why I got to keep showing it? I've been showing it to you for like the past 10 years. I got to keep showing you over and over again. But as humans, a lot of people, and you know, I'll say it as a woman, I need to be reassured. You know, I don't know if every woman thinks like me, but I know me. I need to be reassured constantly. You know, well, constantly is a lot. Quarterly. I need to be reassured maybe every four months (laughs) that, you know, you still think I'm the most prettiest girl that you ever seen that you still love everything about me and if there's something i could do better i just want to know because as humans we grow we change maybe there's something you used to like that you don't like anymore and Man, if it's i ain't something- gonna lie y'all y'all complex as hell but <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of it's way easier for us though because like all y'all want to do is know that that we love y'all and we think y'all are beautiful and it's it's weird because we feel like y'all already do just love us like Mm-hmm. Like we'll gain we'll gain fifty pounds and y'all would be like oh you're so nice and plump now yeah fluffy and it's like yeah <laughs> but see, look I got a theory about that I think I think women that love cooking and love a man to be a little chunky 
they like that shit because they think no other woman's going to like them. Oh, I like, I personally, because I love to cook. Yeah. And I love my men fluffy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, when you start trying to cut up and all that stuff, now I'm like, listen, I love you the way you are. What the <laughs> fuck you getting cut up for? <laughs> but then, you know, you got to take into consideration, like, you know, sometimes, like, my man might like me a little thicker, but I don't like being yeah. a little thicker. So I go to the gym because it's a me thing. I think the sooner that everybody, when they're in relationships, realize that there's three parts to it. It's not just you, you become one. It's mm-hmm. you're yourself, I'm myself, and then we have a third entity that's separate from the two people that we already are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if you leave, yeah, that one person, that part that we created leaves too, but I'm still me. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, you know, by the way, I got that thought process from Sham Booty on YouTube. She's dope as fuck. And I just I related to that shit so hard. So and what she was talking about more so like coming to a relationship as a whole. As a whole. Of coming in that you need to be a one. whole. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that shit. Because when you depend on somebody, you start feeling the way that Aisha's talking about how she feels. She depends on Steph and to reaffirm who she is. And she can't reaffirm it herself. That's why she does have those insecurities. But those, there's levels to that shit. There's levels to reach that point where you can reaffirm yourself. So, you know, that's a grown-ass woman. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's hard to be like, you're not done growing yet. But human growth is never, is never stopping. It's always changing. So you, It sounds like to me she got some things she got to work on. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been reading the comments, and i seen one comment that really had me thinking because, fuck it. I got to backtrack a little bit. Most of the shit, and I'm going to say 97% of the comments I seen on this topic, I got done reading them, and I was like, where the fuck was the point? It was, was nowhere. Where was the thesis? It was nowhere. But this one I seen, it, it was stupid also. But, <laughs> but it said something like, maybe maybe if uh, Steph was was a dog-ass nigga like most of these men, we'll, we'll be looking at her with a little more sympathy. And I was looking like, that shit's stupid and ain't got no point neither, but I'm like... What the it's fuck? a self thing. It has nothing yeah. to do with Steph. And my thing is like, everybody like likes to bring up like, oh, well, if he was like this, or women only like this, or like they were like, uh, I saw one. They're like, oh, all he needs to do is call her a bitch once and slap her on ass, and she'll feel good <laughs> about it. I was like, y'all are so ignorant. What they call it some toxic masculinity. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's just crazy, man. Like even even like me. I think a lot of y'all are some miserable-ass birds to sit here and talk about someone's marriage so passionately and just, like, attacking her. Because us having this conversation is one thing. But yeah. to attack that woman is a totally another, is a, like a totally different thing. Half the bitches I saw that had something to say about it don't have not one nigga in this world that will put a ring on <laughs> that finger. I seen that, too. They was like, there's a lot of single people talking about this. I yeah. seen that shit, too. It's a, like, you know, and I'm single, but she, bitch. I'm not shitting on her. She yeah. like I love Aisha Curry. Look, I got her recipes saved on my phone. I think that she uh, embodies a great image of motherhood. I don't know her personally, but the person that she perceives herself to be for the public is very admirable for someone who's a mother and yeah. someone who wants to she be definitely an entertainer. She looks like the wife type. Like when yeah. I see her, I think of someone like Michelle Obama. Yeah, you know, someone, someone that you would want to marry. Yeah, and you know, so she has great qualities, and like people are like, "Oh, she's boring. She's this. She's that." My thing is like, just because she's not going to the club every night, going to every hookah bar, popping ass for every nigga she yeah. sees, don't mean that she's boring. 
Y'all don't know that woman. Like, y'all see what she get, lets you guys see. You see her cooking show. You see her fucking dishes that she sells. And you see that she's a good mom and a good wife. That's it. But for all we know, there's all kind of shit going on in that house. But look, though, do nice girls finish last? Nice girls, I don't want to say that. I want to say that it takes people a long fucking time to appreciate the nice girls in I got life. a better question then. Do you think, do you think men... Hold on, I'll rephrase it. Hmm. Which one do you think men would rather have, Michelle Obama or Rihanna? Oh, Rihanna, Rihanna, without a doubt. They so say now they want nice girls finish last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so let me tell you, men, I believe they want what they want when they want it. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't operate off emotion like we do per se. Mm-hmm. I believe that when they do, it gets crazy. But when they don't. Their initial reactions are like logic. Their initial reactions are like what are acts of the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rihanna's not like a trashy ass bitch. Rihanna's cool. You know what I'm saying? So let's say Rihanna got good businesses. Rihanna ain't a mom and a wife. She hasn't never perceived to be those things, but she has a lot of other good qualities. That's true. Yeah. So I should have used Cardi B. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was a hard one. <laughs> um, but I still believe that a man would choose a Cardi B over a Michelle Obama at the instant. And then way down the road, he'll be like, what the fuck did I, did I just do? Like, that's just like my homeboy who house we at now. Uh, shout out to him. His dad put us on some real game. He was like, Hey man, you ain't got to fuck them every time they come at you. Some of, some of them is worth something. Have a conversation with them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's some real. of them are, you know, like I think that, where we're at in time, like people, they want instant gratification. They want that. Like they see a bitch with clout. I want the bitch with clout because everybody else want her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you see this girl doing this, that, and the other. I mean, I've dated somebody who didn't like that I was too busy. Like, and I was on my That's shit. Scary too. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have somebody that matches your grind. Exactly. You and so, like I said before, who you pick is a reflection of who you are. The thing about a man with ambition is. When you work and work and working, you might not be able to be with that woman that is there to like support it all. You need the woman that's there when you can call, mm-hmm. you know. But once you get to that settling point, you're like, damn, I wish I had somebody that can match me. You yeah. know, I won't even waste my time with a man that can't match me. That doesn't that doesn't have the thought of building an empire with me. That's not to say, oh, he got to have a job. He got to have this. You have to have ambition at the minimum. You know what I'm saying? So. To me, it's like you you will be you will be who you pick. You will end up being who you pick because if you carrying a bitch all the way up because she was a bad bitch, she had a lot of followers, she's bad, like you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. She's fine, she's fun, da 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 da. Because of what she outpours, then you think that a girl that let's say Michelle Obama, you think off rip. Oh, me and her don't got nothing in common. You didn't even try. You know, a lot of people don't even know how to have conversation. For the record, too. I definitely will pick Michelle Obama, but in a perfect society, she's going to be my main bitch, and Rihanna going to be my side bitch. Like, me and Rihanna, we going to kick it. We going to get wild every night, and then during the daytime, I'm going to just chill and, and talk to Michelle. I would pick Rihanna shit. I'm, I'm letting you know right now, but, but I stay, listen, I stay on Rihanna, so I ain't even got the flex That's why on I said it, because I fuck with her. That's who yeah. I fuck with. I didn't say I would marry her, but I fuck with her. Like, mm. that definitely would be the Jane I fuck with. But, nah, I think, I think, um... I think social media is is a big cause for all of this going on. Like it's starting to make women real insecure because 
the ideal of beauty changes over time. Yeah. And right now, the ideal of beauty that we have is what we see through media. Yeah. And what we see through media is a big old ass. I hate to see a bitch go get a fucking big old ass. Like, you already had a nice ass. Mm -hmm. Now you go get a fucking big, huge, ugly ass and a tummy tuck and your fucking stomach got scars on it. And that shit just nasty as now, hell. Now, so I agree with you. When it's like over exaggerated, mm -hmm. so my mother, my grandmother was a plastic surgeon, so yeah. I have like a little bit of a very free view on plastic surgery. Um, me personally, after I had my baby, and I was looking at my like my boobs, and I was like, mm, I don't really like the way they look anymore because I remember how they looked before I had a baby. Yeah. And so I was like, one day I'm gonna get it done, but not an exaggeration to be like, you know, oh, I'm gonna take every picture with cleavage that's going up to my neck. I'm talking more like just so that when I look at myself, you feel beautiful. I feel good. You know but what I'm saying? But see, look, this is my thing about plastic surgery, like uh, breast implants. I think that's like the biggest sign of an insecurity. So for me, it's like it's it's, it's just a sign. That's what it looks like. It looks like but a sign. But insecurities are, are are human nature. Yeah, it you is. know what I'm saying? It is. But I feel like I feel like uh, insecurities is something that you just have to work on amongst yeah. yourself and. I mean, if that does help you and it fixes the problem, by all means, do it. But yeah. me personally, I wouldn't recommend you do it. But something I like, don't think it's something you should do off rip. Yeah. Because I've tried to naturally fix my problem. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so because there's workouts that you can do yeah. to like to um to work out like your pectoral muscles and stuff like that to help lift your breast. Uh -huh. But for me, like I breastfeed. Are you talking about implants or are you talking about a breast lift? Uh, well, I have. I'm, you know. I'm a little bit on the small side, so I would be, uh, ooh, modelo, good, y'all, because, listen, I'm drinking this Coors Light, and I'm bougie. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, a, you have to have boobs to do a breast lift. Yeah. I'm little, you know what I'm saying? So I would have to do, like, a small implant at least for myself. But, like, I feel like, Plastic surgery should always be, like, the last option. Like, you have no other options to fix this issue you have because there's so many natural ways to fix your body. Mm -hmm. You know, but a lot of people are lazy. A lot of people, they're insecure about something, but they don't want to work for it. And I feel like working on, like, let's body, you know, body problems. I feel yeah. like when you work out a body problem, you gain that security back time, over time. And even if it doesn't look exactly like you wanted it to look, you did it. Like, you yourself worked to get your body to look better than what it looked before. So it's like, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm fine with how I look now. Like, personally, this the breast augmentation talk that I was doing, this was me last year. Now, okay, okay. I'm getting to a point where... And see, that's all I want. Yeah. I just, I just want a little, you know, people to sit back, think about it, and, and deal with their insecurities. Now, something like a breast reduction, I'm here for. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine dragging around on 45 pounds Bitches be having back chest. problems, bro. What? That shit look miserable. For real. Like, um, I remember when I was young, I hated lifting weights, too. But when I was young, I was shaped weird as fuck. Like, mm -hmm. I was skinny as hell, but I had a big muscular-ass lower body and a big ass. A big mm -hmm. muscular ass. So when I when I lay on the bench, the goddamn Bitches bench press, I had a fucking, like, like... <laughs> A arch that shit sound gay but an arch in my back like you this weird the arch yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> and i was just like what the fuck that shit would hurt my back and shit so i'm thinking of like 45 pounds on your chest like how the fuck could you carry that shit every day not me yeah like, so I, even when i was breastfeeding oh my god because so before i had my daughter i was an a cut when i 
had my daughter, I was a double D. Yeah. So that was like traumatic. <laughs> that is that is a big ass jump. Yeah, and so it's it was a lot, and so that kind of defines why I was so stressed about why my body looked the way it did then. Because not only did that happen, I gained like seventy five pounds when I was pregnant with my daughter, and I've always been a hundred and below, always. Now I'm starting to get used to being in like the 130s, 120s, you know what I'm saying? And I have to like relearn how to love my body again, which I'm, I'm getting gonna to you, that I'm point. I'm going to tell you what most people thinking that's that, that's watching this now, though. I know they mad as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if this you, bitch don't you, shut the you fuck small, up. <laughs> you small. You can't, you can't have body issues. But now these I, girls that be 300 pounds. <laughs> oh, they about to come for you. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I do want to say while we on that, y'all cannot body shame skinny people for not be happy, for not being happy with their bodies. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it's a blessing. Like hey, it, that body shaming shit is funny as fuck. I get so fucking mad when a big bitch tell me I can't be mad about my body size. I'm like, yes, I can. Yes, I can be mad. Like nah, listen, this is why I don't believe in terms like body shaming and shit. Cause it's like my nigga, okay. I'm six foot one. Some people would call me tall. Yeah. Because I'm tall. Yeah. You're 300 pounds. <laughs> but, <laughs> I call you fat because you're fat. No, but fat. Okay. So if you say someone, uh, I think it's all about delivery. Like I wouldn't like, I have friends who are like, who are plus size. I'm going to uh-huh. say plus size. They're a little bit overweight, but it just like, but they look like they try to take care of themselves. Hold you know what I'm saying? Oh Yeah. They try to take care of themselves. They try, and then this girl, like, there's one in particular that comes to mind, but she be in the gym. She tries to eat well. You know, she's just, some people are just naturally bigger. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I would never call her fat, yeah. you know? Now, I'm not going to sit here and flex. If a big bitch come for me, you know what I'm saying? And we're arguing back and forth. <laughs> the first thing I'm probably going to say is like, you know, like get your fat ass the fuck look, out of my face. But look though, when like, I mean fat, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like 150 pounds. Neither am I. I'm not talking about 180. I'm talking about You're talking 250. About obese. Yes. I'm talking about 250 plus. Like yeah. you're big and you can change that. But see, but even then obese would be better than fat. Even though I don't know. I don't know how I would accept obese. Man. Like term, it's just all about just delivery. You, yeah. Look. Be- Term, terms is just what you make it and what yeah. comes from it. Like at one point we was we was classifying people as retarded and morons. Yeah. And now we have to mentally use, delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally delayed, and that came from what we used to say, uh, uh, mentally disabled. Yeah, mentally disabled. Yeah, stuff and it, like just, that. it just keeps changing over time. It's about the power that you give that word. Yeah, absolutely. But a lot of people give the word fat a lot of power. Yeah. You know, like I feel like, cause like if. Let's say you and I just chilling and a big girl walking in the room and you're like, damn, that bitch fat. I'm like, damn, like, why you got to say it like that? Yeah, but the, you see, know? that's more so rude, though. Like, if we, was just, <laughs> if we was having a conversation, though, and, like, they said something about it, I would agree with them saying that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't just bust out and be like, oh, bitch, you fat. Okay. Like, that's that's so, random. Th- and see, and that's it. it's all about the delivery. Like, if you're yeah. having a conversation about you being fat, being big, being this, yeah. then that's different than being like, out your way, nobody asked you. Yeah. Damn, that bitch is so. Fat. When I have conversations with girl that's that's bigger, and they talk about losing weight, or they ask me for some advice or some shit like that, and they start talking about them being fat, you know, I just I I ignore that shit because it's just like 
you know, of course we both agree. There's no reason for me to say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna reinstate the obvious. Yeah. Nah, but I mean, it's. I think it's all like because. Now I'm not gonna because I'm not gonna lie. I get uncomfortable as fuck. Like if I'm talking about some like the work because we were just having this conversation at my job. Mm-hmm. We were just about why fat is offensive, and then a bigger girl walked by while we were having it, and I was like, I wish we would just stop talking about it. Like like that's how I felt because I was like I didn't want her to think like we were appro- like addressing her about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know she goes to the gym and I know that she tries to eat healthy. Like it's just because fat has such a negative connotation to it mm-hmm. that. There are people who are fat. Now, if you're just a lazy fuck that don't do nothing, I don't feel bad at all for saying fat around you or anything yeah. like that. Now, if you're someone who really tries, you try to eat healthy. You try to work out. You put in the effort to be healthy because, like I said, some people are just naturally bigger. You know, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that I don't offend you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know you're trying and I don't want you to feel like your effort is worth nothing. Like those people that take videos of fat people in the gym, that shit is so fucking trash. Because my thing is like, they're in the gym. I ain't never I ain't never seen that. I've before. seen like three or four videos of people being like, wow, look at this. Like obese people in the gym. And people were like taking videos of them. I'm like, man, those people are trying, bro. Like if you want to take yeah, a video. Like, yeah, I, I don't blame people like that. Yeah. It's the motherfuckers that's big and that and they eat fried chicken every day and they don't want you to call them fat. Like that's the type. Like motherfuckers that's really trying, I I get shit like that. But yeah, yeah um, we gotta hit on this um this motherfucker. This heartbeat bell. So yes. I want y'all to see it. If you'll see it on the YouTube, I wore my girl power shirt today for y'all because <laughs> I feel like there is not one person, man or woman, on this earth, period. That should be able to tell you what you should do with your body. And I'm saying that as someone who is against abortion, I'm against abortion spiritually. Like me, I don't believe in it. I would never do it for myself. But there is not one part of me that believes that I should be able to tell a woman what to do with her body. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if like people try to be, oh, well, what if she was raped? No, fuck all that. If you just feel like you need to get an abortion just because you don't want to have a baby, you shouldn't feel like you need to have a baby. And this heartbeat bill is bullshit. This heartbeat bill is a fucking dictatorship for you guys to say that I could get arrested for the rest of my life for having an abortion. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. If I go across state lines, I will still get arrested. That is fucking nuts. You cannot. That's like, you know what? This what's his name? Brian Kemp. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see how Brian Kemp would feel if he had five kids and I said, oh, You've reached your limit. It's time for you to have a vasectomy because that's the law. Like it's, it's control. Uh, most things that the right wing believe in is, is, is real conservative and stuff, and that's kind of what happened when they get into office. They start making these wild ass laws and shit. That shit is insane too. Like, and we live in the Bible Belt. Yeah. So for me, I really don't give a fuck about most topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a podcast, so of course I talk. I, I talk about yeah. them. Um, uh, I believe in abortions. I do. I'm not gonna sit yeah. here and lie. Um, of course, I've never had an abortion. Of course, <laughs> but uh, I've been involved, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like it was the right thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I because really did. sometimes it is like you know sometimes you can't bring a baby. Like I would rather somebody be able to make a because that's not an easy decision either. Yo. You know, to make the hard decision because they know they can't. Because how many kids are in the foster system? Cause I'm thinking about adopting children. Life. 
You know what I'm saying? I do you know how many children are in the foster system, not only just healthy, regular children, but disabled children. There's yeah. more disabled children in um what you call it, in the foster system than there are children who are not. Because their mothers didn't want to have them. So they yeah. sat there and did everything. They continued to live their life drinking, doing drugs, not taking care of themselves. And them children were born with disabilities and now got to be in the foster system and nobody wants to uh, like foster a disabled child. The, the, like the people who want to foster is like small yeah. already. Now think about the people who want to foster disabled children. That's even smaller. Like it to me, I think that it's ridiculous to police anybody's body that way. I seen someone, uh, I made a post today or yesterday, and uh, people were tagging people in it because I was asking, I was like, I really want to know what the left wing thinks about this. And one guy commented on there, and he said it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. And I was thinking, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I was like, it makes sense, but I also think it's kind of a reach. But yeah. my thing is... But there's loopholes in all of yeah, that. Yeah, but my thing is, I think it's... um. I think it's I think it's even a little deeper than that because it's like so technically you can't have abortions after after uh, six weeks mm -hmm. and they say that's the heartbeat bill. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, why are you going so hard on abortions and you haven't addressed capital punishment yet? Yep. So we know for sure that that's a living life. Now, as far as six months and stuff, you know, uh, we have you know, we have ideals and stuff. A baby cannot survive out of the womb at six weeks. There's mm -hmm. no fucking way. If you have a miscarriage, that's it. Speaking of which, there's also you will be under investigation if you have a miscarriage. That's part of the bill. That's crazy. Yeah. And my thing is like, so I don't know about other people, but I didn't even find out I was pregnant until like I was seven weeks. That's what everyone is saying also. Some other people don't find out they're pregnant until like way, like after their first trimester. I have a friend that didn't find out she was pregnant until she was 14 weeks. You know what I'm saying? I have, like... My mom was pregnant for a long time before she found out she was pregnant. Some people still have their period while they're pregnant. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these things are factors that they're not taking. The woman's body is not predictable. Gestation... Everyone is different. Yeah, gestation is not predictable. None of that is predictable. So, for you to say, oh, six weeks is it. We're going to save these babies' lives because they're human. But they're not. Th these babies cannot survive without living off of their mother. They can't. I um, I think I think people on the right wing like to play God a lot. Mm -hmm. That's what I think they do. Like they're real judgmental, and they want to just yeah, this is how things should be. And Not knowing it. that God gave us free will. Yeah. They only take the parts of the Bible that they want to take. But God gave us all the guidance. You know, if you're a religious person, if you're Christian, everything. You know, He gives you all the guidance. But on top of all that guidance, He still gave you free will. Yeah. Like, so who the fuck is the government to take away me as a woman, my free will? Yeah. Why can't I get an abortion if something happens? I do believe it's a right, though. It's most definitely a right. Yeah. So, um, buddy talking about uh, it's unconstitutional. I would have to agree. Because you should be able to do what you want with your person. And that's why I also think prostitution should be legal. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still going hard for my legal prostitution. I'm still going hard for that shit. And it's gonna happen too. Matter of fact, didn't I post the article? Yeah. I was talking about it's about to be legal in DC, I think. Yes. Why do you think prostitution should be legal? Mm. It's a victimless crime. Is it? It's victimless. Nobody gets affected by it How? whatsoever. What about um, STDs? STDs, I mean, 
you can get STDs by having sex. So with you mean partner. like so? Do you if prostitution was legal, would you suggest that being like there's like agencies that have yeah, prostitutes and they do testing, like, kind of like porn? Just uh, just like porn, because prostitution, you know, porn started from prostitution. Yeah. So it's not too much different. Yeah. I, same way they're legalizing weed, mm-hmm. legalize prostitution. Crime rate goes down. And that's another thing about making abortions illegal. Crime rate goes up. Yeah. So legalized prostitution, crime rate goes down. These women, I'm going to let y'all know, there are some women, I got to look at the camera because y'all got to see. These women who are desperately trying to get an abortion are going to find out any way to do it. You and they're going right. to go back door. Legal or illegal. Yep, they're going to go do the ones that can lead to them getting killed. These fucking crooked-ass doctors that will do it in the back. You know what I'm saying? Put a fucking coat hanger in you. Or um, if you like, if you drink too much castor oil while you're pregnant, you can um, set off a miscarriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, beer, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Manello. But, you know, this is not solving any problems. This is not solving any kind of problems. And I looked at that bill before we started. There are no specifications for the mother's health. And these women, I'm sorry, and I hate to say it because I have a child, are more important than these fetuses. Because these fetuses cannot live. They can't live at six weeks. Hell, they can barely live at 22 weeks. You know what I'm saying? The law that was in place before, I think, was completely appropriate. It was 20 weeks. I believe it's appropriate because then it starts becoming kind of like a manslaughter almost kind of thing. That's what I believe you know? in also. Yeah, like because at 20 weeks, baby has arms, legs, a heartbeat, a gender. You know what I'm saying? They have brain function. They don't have their lungs completely developed would, and everything I like that. I would take it down. I probably would take it down to like probably like three, I think, three months max. I think 15 weeks would be a good point to stop it. And I say that because I, like 12. I didn't stop. Well, 12 would be too. Cause 12 is actually how long Maybe they suggest 16, you though. not to I mean, uh, 14. Yeah. Like, you know, 14, 15, I, I feel like that's a good time limit. Now I will say it's like taboo. Like it, like way back in the old days when they used to have a whole bunch of miscarriages, you usually not tell people you were pregnant until 12 weeks because they say that's the safe zone. Mm-hmm. 12 after 12 weeks is the safe zone. So like I had, a miscarriage first and then I had my daughter I didn't tell nobody until shit until I was 20 weeks but I said 12 weeks is when I'll announce it this then the other and it's all smooth sailing from there unless there's After something you go through that does that make you a little nervous about about the next time you're pregnant uh what miscarriage uh-huh. absolutely in Georgia yeah like if I was anywhere else I wouldn't care now but now that I'm in Georgia and I could be under investigation after going through the trauma of a miscarriage because it's a trauma that yeah. shit hurts you, especially when you want the child that you're pregnant with. Who the fuck? Like, who's going to conduct these interviews? The doctors? Because, yeah. you know, I was in Korea when I had my first miscarriage, and they are very insensitive about, like, non-married. Um, like, they were telling me it was a good thing because I wasn't married, mm-hmm. you know? And they were like, it's okay. This was supposed to happen. And I'm just, like, looking at them in complete just shock and just, like, I can't believe this is happening. And then they put me in the room with someone who was having a baby. Like that shit. Koreans, Koreans, they're crazy. Yeah. Like when I was, when I was in Korea, it's a totally different culture. They have totally different values than we have here. So, you know, I understood why they said the shit they said, but I'm like, bruh, 
you know I'm an American. Like, and you got to understand that I don't give a fuck if I was married. Isn't it crazy how how in different countries uh things things are more accepted than others? Mm-hmm. Like in the Middle Eastern, they fuck little boys and shit. Yep. And that shit is just they accepted. was looking like they were and they were like, oh, so who's the father? Who's this? Who's that? And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. He's not here. So yeah. fix my problem. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they wanted to have a conversation with the man about what was going on with me. Uh-huh. I'm just like, fuck all that. You know, but, but you but you know why that is too though. Yeah, of it's course. Because how, how how Asians view their women. Yeah, of course. That shit is crazy too. So, <laughs> I just think that not only are there mental things that negative consequences that will come from this, there's negative physical consequences that'll come from this. This is a violation of women's rights as humans. Mm-hmm. You know, and even as someone. Who, because I'm telling y'all, you don't have to believe in abortion to believe that someone has the right to choose it. As someone who doesn't believe in it, I feel like it's fucked up and it's evil. It's evil to put a woman, say, you can't do what you want with your body because your body is owned by the government, basically. So basically, my body is owned by the Georgia government, period. There's a reason there hasn't been a United States decision on abortion. It hasn't gone up to Congress. Is they would it, never agree crazy? on that shit. Georgia, Georgia, the first one to do it. Bullshit. But um, yeah, that shit's crazy as hell. I can't believe, honestly. Uh, but Georgia passing the law is going to influence a lot of other states into passing it as well. You think so? I believe so, especially in this Bi- the Bible Belt. You know they love to tell you what you can't do. <laughs> yeah, they love to tell you that shit. That's I can't what I wait till you playing God. Yep. We in some telling me I can't drink on Sunday till after twelve. Fuck y'all. Oh yeah, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know if you uh was living here when uh you couldn't drink on Sundays, period. Yeah. That shit was hell. Yeah. Like, I, I I way appreciate now that I'm a twenty one the you can drink after twelve. But I get mad yeah. when I go to brunch and I can't. Like I'm just like, I gotta wait, I'm here. Give me my motherfucking yeah, mimosas. that shit lame as hell. And Sunday, su- Sunday, my favorite day of the week. Yeah. I love to get drunk on just Sunday relax. and just kick some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love to just have a drink and just chill on Sunday. So what does that do, though, not drinking on, not drinking till after 12? What is, what the fuck? It's the Lord's Day. That's I'm it. I'm still going to drink on that <laughs> motherfucker. So what the fuck? They're saying that everybody needs to be at church before 12. You can celebrate after. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm just saying that shit. Hey. That makes sense. You know, I don't I don't fuck with that religion shit. Like, oh, let me I, I said I was going to stop saying that. Um, I like religion. I think religion is amazing. A lot of people need it in their it's life. It's just not for you. There's a lot of people that I fuck with every day that I think really need that shit in their life. Yeah. That shit ain't for me. Yeah. I'm good. But it's not for everybody. Like yeah. me, I I was um so I was baptized Catholic and then my mom converted to just Christian mm-hmm. and I strayed far away from church because I was so used to the Catholic upbringing that I was like, and like even my father, like when I lost my virginity, my father didn't even talk to me because my father is a Catholic. Cause he was like, you can't even like, you can't wear white at your wedding. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I will make this whole bitch white. Like, yeah. but I felt like I had a lot of beliefs that went against religion and I was like, I can't be the kind of person that throws religion in the face of people that I don't judge, you know? So, and I still believe that. But I also believe, like, now me, I would consider myself a Christian. I feel like now 
I would never like I feel like the kind of God that I love doesn't judge people for those things. Mm-hmm. And so I've accepted a way to interpret my religion into just living my own life and loving people because I think that's what religion is. I don't yeah. think that it's judgmental. I it's think it's love. Be, it's supposed to be the basically the the uh, universal language yeah. for us as people, period, yeah. no matter where you are. And when you look at different religions, they all have similar stories, uh-huh. but different regions. So they change it to different things. You I know? tell people all the time Christianity is just the worst religion that I've ever read about in my life. Christians in history are notorious for implementing their views on people who are not Christian and like shunning them, killing them, doing all kind of things to them because Man, they don't agree. Let me tell you about my last church experience. It actually was maybe a week ago. Mm-hmm. Damn, it was with my dog too, but I'm saying it anyway. So we go into the church. He told me it was supposed to be like some kind of, not a seminar, but just some kind of meeting for young people. And he told me about the topics. I, you know, that sounds interesting. I'm going to go in here and listen to this. Yeah. Of course I knew they was going to reflect all the topics to, to, to God, God and stuff. Of course. But I'm straight with that. That's yeah. fine. Went in there. It was more so more of older people, and it was an open discussion, and they was comparing all the topics to the Bible, of course. Yeah. But it was so judgmental. And, and see, and that's there. why I block. That's why I block it. My I biggest can't. thing, and I called my mom afterwards. My biggest thing was like I was looking at some of their kids that were obviously gay, mm-hmm. and I like I called my mom afterwards. I was like, Ma, I could not imagine being gay and sitting in church. No. <laughs> and that's a, <laughs> you that you know that shit was horrible. There's a lot of people like even. I have people in my family who are free thinking. Like, they're just like, you know, I would never judge, but I don't want it, like, around me. Like, I don't want it for my children. But my thing is, like, so, you know, I have a daughter. If my daughter just woke up one day when she was older, because she's three now, but it said, Mom, I'm gay. I'll be like, all right, well, now I got to just screen who you bring to my house. Because just like you wasn't going to be fucking no niggas in my house, you're not going to be fucking no bitches in my house. Like, but in a world where... Everybody else hates you because let's be honest, the majority of the world is hateful towards homosexuals. You know, why would I hate my own child? Why would I do that when I'm supposed to be the one person that got your back? Like, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to I'm not going to hate you. On my podcast. He said he said basically like we were talking about Dwayne Wade's son. And he was like, you know, I would handle it the same way Dwayne Wade probably handled it. He was mm-hmm. like, I'll just tell you, like, you know, on top of you being a black man, you have to be ready for what the world is going to give you. You got to be stronger. Man. Yeah. yeah. He was like, but that's, you know, that's your choice. And I feel the same way, despite like most of my friends disagree. Yeah. Probably a good chunk of them. And like, majority of mine as well. Yeah. The reality is people are gay. Yeah. I know it seems like it's all in our face. It's not all in your face. Uh, People that classify as being gay. The number is like between like eight and nine percent. Yeah, but people are gay. It's something you have. And to you deal and with. like, if you want to be honest, you heterosexual in everybody's face. So why can't? Why wouldn't they yeah. be able to? Fuck y'all. Yeah. Like it's not your fucking business. Like I saw. I think you posted it that that week of what happened with the Dwayne Wade shit. You were just trying to get people's opinions. Mm-hmm. And I saw so many people comment on that shit. Like, there's no way. Like, you got to keep that shit on the low. But I'm just like. You knew that you liked pussy before you fucked any pussy. You know, like, and when I posted that, I had a lot of people telling me I was homophobic. And I, was I don't like, think that you were homophobic. The post, the uh, post that I reposted, I didn't see what Buddy said wrong at all. Like, it didn't sound homophobic to me whatsoever. And like most terms that I feel like we go by now, they just get blown out of proportion. I think that when people have negative opinions towards homosexuality, sometimes people feel like it's homophobic. But mm-hmm. I don't think that it is homophobic. I think yeah. that they just don't want it for them. And 
it's not that they're like, oh, I hate gay people. They're just saying, like, I just wouldn't want it for my child, you know? And cool. Yeah. You know, you want, but keep that shit for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be rubbing that. Like, it becomes a problem when you when you meet a gay person and you're just like, oh, yeah, I would never want my kid to be you. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. offensive as fuck. And see, and that's so, not what it is. Yeah. I actually had that conversation, too. We was cooking out uh, over here a little while ago, and... The girl was goddamn saying we all was homophobic. And I was explaining to her the same thing I just said about the fat shaming thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, you call me tall because I'm a little above average uh, height. I was like, he's gay. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's all. That's all anybody said was he's gay. You shouldn't hear the word gay and think, oh, uh, he's being negative. Oh, he's being homophobic. No, he's just gay. And then on top of that, like, come on, man. What you... What you really gonna think when you see a grown ass man with some booty shorts on and some cowboy boots? That shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah. We gonna fucking laugh. What the fuck? It don't matter if you gay or not. That shit's yeah. funny. It's yeah. funny. You're tall as fuck and muscular with booty shorts and cowboy boots. And some people are just, they're just more flamboyant. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's how they wanna express themselves. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? You expressing yourself the same way anybody else would express themselves. Yeah. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think my problem is more. As a parent, I don't like when I see other parents say, like, oh, that could never be, because my thing is, like, so then what? You think if you treat your child a certain way, they're going to change? Like, they're Mm -hmm. not. They're not. They're telling you what they are. Yeah, and you're just singling them out. And if you hate your child, they're going to think it's okay for everybody else to hate them. Period. You know what I'm saying? Do I, and me and and one of my homegirls had this conversation. She's gay, and she disagreed with how I said it. But... I was like, do I want my daughter to be gay? I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't raise her to be like, you know, I wouldn't try to force that on her. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I also, I lived in a house with two lesbian women that were married that loved each other. And more importantly to me was that my daughter witnessed that love is acceptable in all forms. You don't have the right to sit there and say you don't like the way somebody loves another person. And... You know, I had family members that were like, like, are you sure that you want that around Ari? I was like, being around gay people is not going to be make my daughter gay. And if yeah, she, not it, at all. And if she's gay, who gives especially, a fuck? Especially at that young of an age. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Like, if you want to bring, because a lot of people bring religion to it, right? If you bring religion to it, she got to answer to God. I don't got to answer to God for her actions. So, And that's why? another thing I told, because I left after a while, but I was told that um, in that church also, they was talking about... Um, they was talking about uh, premarital sex. Trade a goat. Yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Trey just came in with, with uh, a refill of beers, y'all. He the goat. I ain't even finished my first one. Shit, I was still drinking the Coors Light when he came here. <laughs> oh, yeah, he know, he know I be drinking like a motherfucker. But, yeah, they was talking about premarital sex and shit. And... When he told me about it, I kind of was thinking. I was just like, so y'all y'all been sitting in here doing all this judging because I think the first topic was like, should you be able to wear pants in church versus a skirt? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but Get now, the fuck out of here. God said, come as you are. That's what as I was you thinking. are. Okay? It's funny, too. It's all ho- about the interpretation of the word, bro. Yeah. It, it, it's it. But see, that's most things. Just like I was telling you about Buddy bringing up the Fourth Amendment. It's like 
everything is just how you interpret it. And sometimes you never know the person that wrote that. You never know what they were thinking. So I'm actually taking the American government right now. Mm-hmm. And so we're learning a lot about like the Bill of Rights and all that stuff. And they say in like these political science books that they left it open for interpretation. Yes. And there was actually I don't I, I want to say who I want to say Thomas Edison or Benjamin Franklin because I always get them confused. Y'all, I ain't stupid. <laughs> I just got a lot of information. So one oh, of them because I'm stupid. Go ahead. One of them suggested to change the Bill of Rights every 20 years. Because the generation now won't think like the generation behind them, and a but lot of it that was shit outdated. Yep, and but they didn't do that. They voted against it, you know. So I feel like that should come into consideration with the mind state when they were actually writing these things. They wrote them open to interpretation, so that there could be limbos, so that there could be like loopholes here and there. Because it's all about states have like the fact that Georgia is able to do something that um, what you call it, that the United States hasn't done as a whole shows states rights, shows Uh the power that the states have separately from the the United States, States. you know. So honestly, this world, you know, would be a lot better if. People would just mind their own fucking business. And that's the thing. That's what this country was built on, separation from church. And a part of the reason a part of the reason that we even have the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and everything was like that. Like that. <laughs> Whoa, words are hard. Um, <laughs> is because the states were scared to give a sole power all the power. Yes. They didn't want to do that. So that's why they have the Bill of Rights. They have the Bill of Rights because they didn't want it to be a monarchy again like what they had with England here. So, and a, like, I feel like the government takes advantage of the fact that they're like, oh, well, we wrote these Bill of Rights for you guys so that you can still have your rights. But we still kind of have power because at the end of the day, Congress has all the power. They don't yeah. have this ain't no, oh, the states can do this anyways. No, Congress has all the power, period. Donald Trump, even him, he's just a figurehead. He makes fucking suggestions and... You, the Congress votes whether they like his suggestion or not. So. Yeah, and before we get out of here, I miss I, I miss one very important point. Mm-hmm. Y'all boys out there, y'all better scrap up when y'all hitting these schmutz because ain't gonna be no more going to the going You're to so the chop shop trying you to goddamn so correct stupid. your life. It's over with, boy. <laughs> she about to have that baby. You about to be the nigga with the ugly bitch. It's over with. It's over with. Y'all better yeah. scrap up. Y'all don't like using condoms too. I'm telling you, condom sales about to go up in this in this state. (laughs) For my ladies that are, y'all know, last time I was on this episode, I was preaching safe sex and all that stuff for multiple reasons. Y'all already know about STDs. Strap up with these dirty ass motherfuckers. Because if he want to call them smuts, I'm going to call them out too because them niggas is nasty. And I also feel like you should be tracking your ovulation chart as well. Because condoms are not 100% effective. But if you know your ovulation, you using a condom. I don't believe in birth control, so I'm not going to tell y'all to get on birth control. But if you do, get on it. You know, it's about to get real hard out here. And I would hate to see any woman get victimized because she felt like she needed to get an abortion. And y'all be safe out there. It sounds like women need to start carrying fucking pepper spray and shit. Because God forbid anything happened to any of you ladies. And you can't get an abortion anymore because it's outlawed. 
I really hope that everybody stays safe out there and doesn't get victimized to any violence, you know, because this is some bullshit, period. Right. Yeah, it is bad, man. Just stay scrapped, man. Why the fuck? Why the fuck niggas don't use condoms? I just had this conversation this morning too. Why niggas don't use condoms? Cause they nasty. Period. I don't get that shit. <laughs> like when you tell somebody that you use condoms, <laughs> they look at you like you crazy. Yeah, like shit. I ain't finna do that shit. Not I. Okay. <laughs> Man, you my, all strapped the fuck up. What? My whole life I've been fucking with them in, condoms. In this golden box, you hear me? <laughs> fucking. I ain't having no more babies, and I'll be motherfucking damned if somebody gave me an STD. I'll be fucking damned. <laughs> That'd be I'm the sorry, day y'all catch so me weird, on the man. jail report. Y'all see my face smiling on the jail report if any of these motherfuckers gave me an STD. It's over now. 